the Filipino Donald Trump today on the world. Marco Werman. Rodrigo Duterte is running for president of the Philippines. He's brash, controversial, and sometimes lewd. That's kind of one of the things that where he parallels Trump in a bit. He'll say something shocking and crazy, you know, and then he'll sort of backtrack and apologize for it, and people are like, okay. Plus, an undocumented immigrant's plans to apply for college get derailed. So when I realized what that meant and how that would affect my future that I planned, I basically thought about giving up. But she didn't. And who can forget Bob Marley and the Whalers? Well, Bunny is the last Whaler standing. Because I didn't believe the Whalers, I'm still here representing the Whalers. I am Bunny Whaler. And don't you forget it. That's all ahead today on The World. He's offended a lot of voters with his harsh rhetoric. He's openly challenged China. The nation's political establishment thinks he'd be a catastrophe as president, and yet the polls have been smiling on him all the way. I could be talking about Donald Trump, the Republican frontrunner, now all but assured the party's nomination, but I'm actually talking about Rodrigo Duterte. He's the longtime mayor of one of the largest cities in the Philippines, and now he's running for president there, and Duterte is favored to win the vote next week. Reporter Marnette Federis has been following his rise. She's a Filipina-American in Sacramento, California, and a contributor to our Global Nation desk. Marnette says Duterte gets a lot of credit for getting rid of crime in his city, but he's also criticized for how he's done that. So a lot of what he's been criticized for and what human rights advocates are really alarmed about is his alleged support of these Davao um, death squads, which is basically groups of people who engage in vigilante killings of criminals. And Duterte himself has joked about, you know, his support of the death squads. And, you know, he's joked about killing people and murdering people and that sort of thing. But a lot of the human rights advocates think, you know, this is really going on. And they're concerned that, you know, as president, whether he was going to continue these kinds of acts. Does he also insult people? He does. Um, He's joked about the Catholic Church, which is really interesting because the Catholic Church, as you know, in the Philippines, is such a highly regarded institution. He's joked about the Pope. He's joked about rape. He recalled this um, rape and murder of an Australian lay minister in the 1980s. And he basically brought it up and talked about how, oh, that woman was beautiful and that he should have been, quote unquote, first. He's also made jokes about being a womanizer and that sort of thing. As if that's a a value for him. I guess. uh, Yeah. I mean, he yeah, he definitely has this way of you know, he'll, he'll joke about certain things and then, you know, maybe he'll get criticized for it and he sort of backtracks a little bit. So that that's kind of one of the things that where he parallels Trump in a bit. He'll say something shocking and crazy. And yet he's popular, kind of like Trump is popular, at least for Republicans. Why do people like him? So one of the things I think that why he appeals to people is that he just seems to be like someone who doesn't care about what other people think. And, you know, while that seems like a negative, a lot of his supporters see him as just someone who's being real. He talks the way ordinary people do, not like a politician. And so Duterte's message of decentralization and getting rid of corrupt individuals in the government is really resonating. And that that's what he's all about. He's all about crime. He's all about corruption. And, you know, those two things are very much a part of daily life in the Philippines. And people are tired of it. And they just want someone to come in and shake things up and get rid of crime and corruption.
Wow, the parallels are kind of uncanny. You're Filipino-American. You get to vote in both elections, and you've already voted in the Filipino election. What is it like for you to see these two outsider candidates, Duterte in the Philippines and Trump here in the U.S., doing so well? What is the common link between the two candidates and the two countries right now, do you think? Yeah, what I've noticed just as I'm, you know, kind of discussing both elections to my own family, my friends, and also the folks that I interviewed in the story, you know, these two elections are really about candidates who are sort of not your ordinary politician. People really love the idea of someone who is an outsider, someone who is not, you know, the refined politician, someone who's not giving speeches to them, but someone who's just really talking straight to them. So in that way, I think both of these candidates, Duterte and Trump, that's basically what they're doing, is that they're not your typical politician. And people like that. Marnette Federis is a reporter in Sacramento, California.